but yes, those are some of the really big ones. Cold hands and cold feet, fatigue, a sleeplessness and insomnia can, can be a big one. Brain fog and, um, and, and weight gain. That's often one too. And what about, um, I've heard like brittle nails and, and, and hair too falling yeah. out. Is that a sign as well? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's, it's linked to also nutrient deficiencies mm. as well. You know, your thyroid needs certain nutrients. And then if your thyroid isn't getting that, it can impact how things sort of like grow in the body, like hair growth. Yeah. Um, but mm. iron will play a big role in that as well. Um, yeah, hair loss is actually, thanks for, for mentioning that because hair loss is, is often a really big one with, with thyroid. Welcome to the Find Your Strong podcast. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay, president of Strong Fitness Magazine, founder of Team Strong Girls, and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm going to give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks, near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. Hello and welcome back. Today, I am sitting down with my dear friend, Samantha Gladish, and we are talking thyroid health and the many signs and symptoms that could be related to either an underactive or overactive thyroid. I'm a firm believer that knowledge is power and we have to take our health into our own hands. We have to know what to ask for from the doctors and for testing and that sort of thing. So we get into all of that today and I know that you're going to get so much value out of today's podcast. Samantha Gladish is a registered holistic nutritionist, weight loss coach, hormone fixer-upper, metabolic balance coach, and author of the Amazon bestseller, The 30-Day Hormone Solution. She is also a host of one of Canada's top-rated podcasts, Healthy Hormones for Women, and she's the founder of holisticwellness.ca. I'm going to include all of Sam's links in the show notes so um, you can Find out more about her there. She also has uh, her Instagram, which she posts a lot of delicious baking goods without the processed sugar, without the processed flour. So if you want some healthy baking inspo, definitely go check her out there. But I hope you get a lot out of today's episode. I think you will. I know I learned a lot. Welcome to the show, Sam. It's so nice to see your face. I feel like we haven't seen each other in forever. I know. It's been a while. A few text messages <laughs> here and there, which is so nice, but I know it's been a long time. Yeah. Sam and I met through our husbands and uh, Gaytan is the co-owner of Strong Athlete and Sam's fiance. And you guys are pretty much like family to us. Like we used to see each other uh, so often when we lived closer and now with everything going on, it's like you know, maybe once or twice a year now, but I know, I know, hopefully not much longer. Um, when Sam and I met, we instantly connected because I mean, I feel like around the same time you would become a holistic nutritionist as well. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
and you were, did you go to CSNN? Yeah. Well, I graduated like 12 years ago or something like that, but I had just really started more like my business around that time when, Mm -hmm. when we had met. Yeah. And we always had so much fun just chatting about all things nutrition and business. And I have to say, you are like one of the best bakers I know. Like you (laughs) goodies without the processed sugar, without the processed flour. And it's always made with love and your hormones in mind. If you guys haven't checked her out, she is a holistic wellness foodie on Insta. Go and get inspired. Your mouth will be watering. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) I'm not a baker, but I'm always like, oh, I'm going to try this. Oh, don't I love that. I love baking. It's like such a creative outlet for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and you just like made bread the other day. I saw that. I did. Yeah. Well, I think like since being in quarantine, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, how can I step up my baking game? And so I dove into the world of gluten-free sourdough and Mm -hmm. now I'm totally hooked. That sounds delicious. Yeah, it's fun. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to talk about mainly like thyroid health because I feel like that's like your expertise, like everything hormones, but mainly focusing on thyroid health. Um, So let's just dive, dive into it. What is the thyroid and what does it actually do? Yeah, absolutely. So the thyroid is this butterfly shaped gland in the base of our neck And it is like a master controller for so many things in the body. So it is, I mean, a lot of us think of, when we think of the thyroid, we think of metabolism. Um, And you've probably heard this from so many of the clients that you've worked with, you know, oh, I have a sluggish thyroid or my Mm -hmm. thyroid is low. So my metabolism is low. Like there's a big correlation there, right? Mm -hmm. So yes, the thyroid does govern metabolism, but the metabolism of the whole body. So not just weight gain, weight loss, it also governs the metabolism of your ovaries. So it plays a really huge role in your fertility. Um, It also plays a really huge role in your cycle and the health of your cycle and the regularity of your cycle. It also governs digestion. So if you have really sluggish bowel movements or constipation, that could be your thyroid. Um, And it's also going to just govern like overall energy in your body, Um, even like brain energy and brain fuel. So if you have a lot of brain fog and like memory issues or just um, like lack of focus, sometimes that could be thyroid as well. So it's literally involved in every process from head to toe. Every cell utilizes thyroid hormone and um, it's, it's, yeah, it's involved in so many processes. It's, it's such an important gland. Absolutely. I remember when I had the, when I had my second miscarriage, I reached out to you or like one of the first people I reached out to and you're like, get a full thyroid panel. And I was mm-hmm. like, what? I think I got my thyroid test. You're like, no, go get a full panel. Um, because it's, it's so it's linked to fertility. And I, yes. and I found that I had, um, I think my T3 was a little low. Um, and you know, we caught it on time because, you know, I was, I was adding like supplementation after that. I feel like I got to my, le- my levels back to normal. Cause I obviously became pregnant and had a healthy pregnancy with Logan. For sure. But I, I had all the symptoms you were, you were talking about too, like brain fog, fatigue. What are some of the symptoms we might experience with thyroid function? What should somebody look out for? Yeah, absolutely. So Pay attention to your period, to your cycle. Mm -hmm. If there's a lot of irregularity that's happening there, um, that could be a sign of sluggish thyroid. 
Um, so low thyroid function, also known as hypothyroidism. Um, sluggish digestion is a really big one. So if you have like acid reflux or heartburn and indigestion mm -hmm. and a lot of bloating going on, constipation, that can often be signs of uh, low thyroid function. Fertility, well, like infertility specifically, you know, if there's issues going on there, you definitely want to be testing your thyroid. Um, but symptoms like yeah, brain fog, fatigue, cold hands and cold feet is often um, associated with the thyroid because it's the thyroid is like the thermostat of your body. So it's mm -hmm. going to help with that heat, which is why I love the summer and why I thrive yeah. in the summer. Yeah. Especially somebody that has issues with thyroid function. Like I just love the heat. Um, but yes, those are some of the really big ones. Cold hands and cold feet, fatigue, a sleeplessness and insomnia can, can be a big one brain fog and, um, and, and weight gain. That's often one too. And what about, um, I've heard like brittle nails and, and, and hair too falling yeah. out. Is that a sign as well? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's, it's linked to also nutrient deficiencies mm -hmm. as well. You know, your thyroid needs certain nutrients. And then if your thyroid isn't getting that, it can impact how things sort of like grow in the body, like hair growth. Yeah. Um, but mm -hmm. iron will play a big role in that as well. Um, yeah, hair loss is actually thanks for for mentioning that because hair loss is is often a really big one with with thyroid, so something to pay attention to for sure. Yeah, and and also there's I mean mostly I mean I we both work with clients and it's it's popping up more now than ever like low thyroid, um, hypothyroid. Um, there's also hyperthyroid. What yes. is the difference? Like, what would be the difference in symptoms there? Yeah, so it's like literally the complete opposite symptom. Okay. So if you have weight gain on the one side, you have weight loss mm -hmm. on the other side with hyper. Right. It's like things are moving too fast in the body and um, there's just too much thyroid output, hormone output that's happening. So where you might have sluggish digestion and feel constipated with low thyroid, with high thyroid function, it's probably the opposite. And you're actually having loose stools and more mm. regular bowel movements. Um, you could potentially have a heavier flow and heavier cycle. Um, sweating a lot. There could be like excessive sweating. So things are just like moving really fast yeah. in the body. Um, and so literally it's like polar opposites and maybe not absorbing because everything's moving so quickly. In the oh, body. for sure. Okay. For sure. Okay. Absorption will be a big one. Nutrient deficiencies for sure. And you, you've, um, you've been really open and candid about your own thyroid issues, Hashimoto's. What, like, tell us about your story there and, and, and what led you to dive deeper and, and actually help people just because of you, your story with, with Hashimoto's. For sure. Yeah. So it was in 2017 when I was diagnosed with autoimmune Hashimoto's and that is essentially, so autoimmune is, you know, there's an immune component of course, mm -hmm. um, involved in that. And what that essentially means is that my immune system, which lives in your gut was attacking my thyroid gland. So there's, I mean, numerous autoimmune conditions, hundreds of autoimmune conditions, right? So you might have like rheumatoid arthritis where it means the immune system is attacking like joints, right? So mm -hmm. the immune system can go and attack all sorts of things in the body, tissues and organs and glands and whatnot. And so in my case and with Hashimoto's, um, so my thyroid was, was being attacked essentially for my immune system. And for me, 
it was showing up. So in 2017, I remember it like very clearly I was starting to, and of course, you know, being a business owner and running yeah. a business and the yeah. stress of all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, even though we love what we do, there's still stress that comes with yeah. that. Right. Yep. So, um, I, I was starting, I was so tired. I had so much fatigue and then I wasn't sleeping. So of course, like I'm thinking, well, I'm not sleeping very well. So of course I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gaining weight. I was dealing with a ton of digestive issues and like this acid reflux and this heartburn that like I had never experienced before. And you eat so well. Like you, your, totally. your nutrition is on point. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for sure. And so, uh, it, you know, makes you question like what mm. the heck is going on here. And then, um, I had these like pains in my hands and in my wrists. And I remember it so clearly being in the gym and I was lifting weights and I couldn't grip the weights and I had Mm. such a hard time gripping. And like, I had just such this like inflammation in my hands and I literally dropped the weights. And in that moment I said to myself, oh, I know what this is. This is Hashimoto's. Like I just had the intuitive sense. I just absolutely Mm. knew, especially from working with women over the years. Yeah. And all these like strange symptoms showing up, like it just, I just instinctively knew. And so I went to get a full thyroid panel and tested my antibodies. And sure enough, they were really high. They were like in the 600s. Um, And you want them basically under like, it can vary based on different labs and location where where you are in the world. But um, typically you want them under like 50. Wow. So mine were at 600. Yeah, Yeah, they were really, really high. So the higher the antibodies, it means the bigger the attack on your thyroid. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, I've had clients whose antibodies were in the like three and four thousands. Wow. Yeah, which is is really scary. That means like there's a really deep underlying stealth infection going on there. But um, yeah, so that's kind of how I was initially diagnosed was Mm -hmm. just like, paying attention to those symptoms that were showing up. And then um, I'm certain that I had it for many years prior, but it it showed up in 2017 mm-hmm. in, a, in a place where I was running my business, growing the business, you know, managing, like bringing on team and staff and all of yeah. that. And it was a lot, you know, it, it was a lot in those early stages. And so, um, it just hit me. Yeah. It just totally hit me. And also in my family, like there's definitely a genetic disposition there as well. Typically with most autoimmune cases, there can be a genetic disposition with my family. Like my mother has autoimmune, my grandmother had autoimmune and all my female cousins on my mom, my mother's side of the family all have autoimmune. So different types of autoimmune. Is Uh, that what you're saying? Yes. Different types. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, it's really, it's really interesting to see that because genetically, um, you know, like I said, there's, there's a disposition there for sure. And the thing to be careful with, with autoimmune is that if you don't treat it and you're not, you know, conscious of it and healing and supporting your body and your health, one autoimmune can turn into another autoimmune condition. So it it can often spiral. So that's good to know. That's good to know. And it's like, uh, you had mentioned, it popped up because you're going through a time of major stress. So when you're stressed out, mm-hmm. your adrenals get depleted. So what is like, what is um, the connection between adrenals and thyroid? Yeah. So they are very interconnected. As with everything in our body, we tend to go to these specialists who, you know, like 
an eye doctor or a nose yes. and throat, yeah. doctor, you know, and it's like everything is like compartmentalized, but everything really does fun- function together. And mm-hmm. so your adrenals and your thyroid communicate with each other. So if you have, I mean, essentially your brain is communicating, you know, the, the glands in your brain are communicating to yeah. your thyroid and your adrenals and, and helping with that hormone output. And so if your adrenals are stressed or, I mean, if you're stressed, <laughs> yeah, yeah. then essentially what will happen is your adrenal function will be high, right? Like you've got this high output of adrenaline, of cortisol, go, 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 nonstop, to-do list, not sleeping, maybe not eating well, like all of these things add up. All those butterflies in your tummy all the time. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Like that's a a feeling, right? That a lot of people get and that's that's your adrenals going crazy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so you've got this high adrenal output that's happening. And so your body it can't it can't have this high adrenal output and try and support digestion and be fertile and all of the other things right so something's going to give mm-hmm. and so the thyroid starts to shut down so when the adrenals are functioning high the thyroid output will be functioning low they cannot kind of function at the same time um so then you have this low thyroid output and that starts to shut down and then all those symptoms start to arise and then you have all the stress that's happening. So, you know, I have a, I get a lot of questions like, well, is it my stress that caused my thyroid yeah. issues? Like what, what comes first, right? For sure. Yeah. And there's, there's multiple root causes as, as okay. to why your thought you have hypothyroidism. There's, there's multiple and I'm sure stress is one of the many reasons. So I always recommend women support their adrenals uh, as well as support their thyroid at the same time. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. That's good to know. And when it comes to thyroid testing, what should we ask our doctors for? Cause this was a big one you helped me with. It's like, ask for this, ask for this, ask for this. It's like a full pot. Full thyroid panel. What does that look like? Yeah. So great question because so many women aren't familiar with this. And it's also, I mean, it's not our fault. It's the medical industry that is not fully serving us. Mm-hmm. So most doctors will test your TSH, which is your thyroid stimulating hormone. And that's a real fluctuating hormone. Like it, you could literally test it right now and you can go test it seven hours from now and you'll probably get a different reading. Like it could be really up and down. So it's kind of on this sliding scale mm-hmm. and it's an important test. We still want to look at TSH because if it is too high, then that will definitely, at least for me, what I'm looking at when I look at TSH is, is somewhere around two or under two. Okay. If it's above two, and again, these numbers can change based on location and where you are in the world and labs yeah. and whatnot. But typically, uh, the range is anywhere from about maybe 0.8 to, to 4.0. So I'm looking at something below two. Uh, anything okay. over two is where I want to start supporting the thyroid gland, which could mm. be a, a somewhat sign of, of low thyroid function if it's over two. Now, most doctors aren't going to treat you until you're over four or over five, mm. which is it's not that it's too late, but to swing the pendulum back and to really get the body into balance becomes that much harder because we've waited so long, yeah. right? Yeah. So TSH is a really important test, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't give the full picture. So we want to test our free T4 
-hmm. our free T3, which is our active thyroid hormone, our our T3. It's so important. That's the one that's really doing all the work. Uh, We also want to test our antibodies, our anti-TPO and our anti-TG. And then I would also add in there reverse T3. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes when I see reverse T3 really, really high, it could be a sign for adrenal dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the antibodies are so important because about 95% of women that have low thyroid function, it's actually due to autoimmune Hashimoto's. So we really want to rule out Hashimoto's, um, because it's like, are we dealing with an autoimmune condition or are we dealing with a thyroid condition, right? They could actually be very different. So we want to always rule that out. And that's why we want to do the full panel. And then your, like I said, your T3 is the most important part. That's your active thyroid hormone. And then the unfortunate thing is most doctors will put women on like Synthroid or Levothyroxine Mm -hmm. for their thyroid. And that's only T4, So, you know, initially you'll take it and maybe you'll feel good, but you're not getting that active T3. So then what happens is over time, your thyroid medication just keeps going up, but your symptoms aren't going away. And it's like, you're just chasing, you're trying to chase this number and it's, you're not really getting anywhere and you're just going in the circle. And so, um, I think it's really important to have a conversation with, a functional medical doctor or a naturopath, somebody who could potentially prescribe natural desiccated thyroid, which gives you your T4 and your T3. And that could potentially serve you a lot better. That's great advice. Hey, I just wanted to take a little one minute pause and share with you that this episode is brought to you by my sponsors, Pure Vita Labs, makers of my very favorite protein powder. Go to pvl.com to get 20% off your purchase using my code STRONGGIRLS20, all one word, all caps. That's pvl.com and discount code STRONGGIRLS20. What is the difference? Like, is there, is there a difference in um, hypothyroidism and autoimmune Hashimoto's, are they the same thing? Yeah, no, it's a great question because it can definitely be very confusing. So Mm -hmm. hypothyroidism is when you have a low thyroid output. So just like your hormone function is, is low. Whereas autoimmune means now there's an immune component to this. So yes, you can still have low thyroid output, but there's an underlying immune issue that's happening here. Okay. So there's something way bigger that's happening. Like a right? root, a root cause to all of this that you For have sure. to you have to determine first and treat that. Okay. For that sure. So with autoimmune, um, I mean, even that will have different root causes. So because autoimmune and, and your immune system is in your gut, the number one thing to look at is gut health. You know, what's right. going on with gut health? Uh, do we need to um, look at any infections that are going on there, parasites, bacterial, fungal, something, you know, something happening there. I know for myself, my digestion and gut health was always an area of weakness for me growing up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I went on like antibiotics as a kid and different medications here and there. Like, you know, my parents did what they knew best, yeah. but they didn't understand the detriment of, you know, going on antibiotics or, yeah. you know, oh, you have a migraine, maybe you should try this this medication. You know, you've been getting lots of migraine, you know, and it's like, 
but why am I getting the migraines? I'm not yes. deficient yeah. in this yeah. medication. It was just trying to cure it, trying to cure that symptom that you had from something exactly. else going on. And for those of you that don't know, like a lot of our prescriptive meds, they destroy our good bacteria in our guts, the microbiome. And that's so important, right? For like gr- good bacteria is amazing for you. Like you, yes. need, you need that in your gut. So how do we actually, how does somebody start to heal um, Hashimoto's, like an autoimmune disease? Do they look at the gut first, as you were saying? Is that where you start? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely an area to start. I mean, for myself, as well as with our clients, you know, it's this, it's this whole picture. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. let's look at lifestyle. Let's look at stress. Let's look at your work schedule. Like where is this self-care and, and like the parasympathetic exercises, you know, hot bath, reading, slowing down, going for a walk, yoga, like where is that in your life? Like just literally sitting and having a cup of tea. Like, do you have time for you and this, this time scheduled where you can actually calm your nervous system outside of just sleeping? Um, so it's looking at like those lifestyle things and somebody's schedule and stress and all of that. Mm -hmm. Obviously diet is going to play a really big role here for sure. Um, are you eating foods that are destroying the gut? you know, and like sugar, dairy, gluten, those can be really like basically the big three culprits, right? Um, Some people can digest dairy very well and others can't. Um, Gluten can destroy that lining in the gut. Um, And that lining is so important because as that lining gets destroyed, you know, the integrity of that gut lining as, as the cell wall starts to break apart, this is where we now have particles going into the body and into the bloodstream and then that's going to make your immune system go crazy. And, you know, that's that's a perfect storm there for, for autoimmune, right? Yeah. So gluten actually looks very similar to the thyroid gland. Hmm. So when your immune system is going to attack gluten, it can't differentiate, is this gluten or is this the thyroid? So I don't know. I'm just going to attack both. Mm. So that's why you really want to be conscious of, of your gluten intake. Um, and then sugar is going to feed all that bad bacteria in the gut. And, um, we're always going to have this balance of healthy and good bacteria in the gut. Um, but the food that we eat will support that, that, that balance. And is it going to help that microbiome and and all that good bacteria flourish and grow? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because we need that those bacteria help us produce certain vitamins and minerals, um, they play a huge role in our hormone health, in our mood, in serotonin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything. So it's really important to support that good bacteria. So uh, just going back to diet, like fermented foods could be really okay. great. That was my next question. Yeah, what, what do we eat? To include, yeah, in their <laughs> diet. Yeah, absolutely. So fermented foods could be really, really great. Sauerkraut, kimchi is fantastic. Um, kombucha is good, but it can have a lot of sugar. So you want to yeah. be conscious of, of your sugar intake with that. And then, um, I mean, there's so many things. So like the avoidance of the gluten, dairy, and sugar for sure, but then just eating like whole foods yeah, like and yeah. eating a variety yeah. of foods. This is yeah. often the thing that I see with a lot of clients and trust mm-hmm. me, I'm guilty of it too. When you get yeah. busy, you're just like you're having the habit. same thing. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. totally. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll have eggs every day, you know? Yeah. Okay, sure. I'll just drink the same smoothie every day. And yeah, And I get that from a convenience perspective, but 
it's the variety that gives us nutrients and it's the variety that gives us different prebiotics that feed yeah. that good gut bacteria. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's so important to try and include some, some variety and switch things up. So for me, it's really just, it's whole foods, food that comes from nature, that comes from the earth, having a yeah. variety of fruits, a variety of vegetables, mm-hmm. um, different, you know, proteins, whether you're vegetarian, if you are, eating animal products, like, you know, sort, trying to source more quality antibiotic and hormone free grass fed pasture raised would be ideal. Um, and rotating your protein sources. I mean, if you're up for having like liver, I would highly recommend it. You always tell me that. I'm like, I still haven't dove deep into that yet. (laughs) It's not the tastiest. Maybe the next time we come over, you can, you can show me serve up some liver. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't love like, I, my God, my mother used to cook it with like, you know, liver and onions and (laughs) not my thing. But having like a liver pate or a liver mousse. Yeah, those are good with like spices through it. Like I was yes. going to, I was just going to ask a pate would have. Would oh, have totally. Hmm. Yeah, that's okay. definitely one way to do it. I mean, you could also supplement with beef liver for sure. Mm, okay. That will give okay. you a ton of nutrients. And traditionally supplementing with an animal's organ, if one of your organs is suffering, is is actually a really great way to support health. So like traditionally, if you had liver issues, you eat beef liver or like the Mm -hmm. liver of the animal. If you have thyroid issues, you actually eat the thyroid, the gland of the animal, right? If you have adrenal issues, you take the adrenal. If you have spleen, like heart, all of that, like traditionally, um, that's how, you know, that's how. You should how actually just of- create a supplement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's not already one. There, you know, there actually are. There's some really wow. great supplements that you can find. You can get beef liver, you can get uh, beef heart, you can get spleen. Like in a capsule form? Yeah. Or, yeah. You can yeah. get it in capsule oh, wow. form. Yeah. So, plus yeah. it's loaded with so much nutrition. Um, I mean, beef liver will give you a lot of vitamin A, which is so amazing for your hormones um, and for detoxification. So, I definitely recommend it. Something, something to consider and, yeah, and look into. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I but love yeah. that you say variety too. Um, just because our bodies, even though it's considered a healthy food, like if somebody's going to eat broccoli every day, your body's going to end up getting sick of that. You and 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 you, it will show up in things like bloating and digestion after that food. So that's totally. why it's so crucial to change it up. Um, you know, even if you're doing like food prep, you can prep for two or three days, but then the next time you do food prep, switch it up, switch all your veggies and your protein. And I even do this with my protein powders too. Like I'll do a a high quality way one day and then I'll do like a pea protein the next day, you know, so switch that up as well. And that will help, um, with digestion if you do experience bloating and that sort of thing. For sure. Um, yeah. So, are there any specific, I know we just sort of mentioned supplements, but are there specific supplements, nutrients you recommend for women to take um, to op- optimize their thyroid and hormone function? Is there any top of mind that you would recommend? Oh yeah, absolutely. So magnesium, for sure. It is a woman's best friend. Yeah, you got me on the magnesium. Yeah. <laughs> when I when I had my miscarriages, you got me on that. And it gives you like the best sleep. <laughs> It does. It is so amazing for sleep. Um, so yeah, I highly recommend magnesium. It is so great for detoxification, for um, just overall your cycle. 
it's basically when you take magnesium, it's like your body takes this really big sigh of relief. It is amazing mm-hmm. for stress. It's amazing for anxiety. It's amazing for sleep. I do recommend it at nighttime. You could take it in. Um, there's some powders that you can take it in. Yep. I mean, you can make like a drink with it, like a warm tea or something. And some of them are really flavored like nicely and you can drink those. Or you could just take capsules. Yeah. Um, so there's that's two a- different types of magnesium. What one do you recommend? Like the the citrate or the yeah. So I mean, I love the magnesium bicalcinate. Bicalcinate, yeah. I'm yes. actually just take. I just grabbed that the other day. I'm taking. Oh, perfect. That yeah, I really love that one because it's very gentle on the body. And um, so what I mean is like citrate is something you would want to take if you're dealing with a lot of constipation mm-hmm. loosen the bowels and mm-hmm. that's actually a good thing so take the citrate if you are backed up definitely take citrate yeah. um but outside of that biglycinate won't have that impact that that loose you know won't give you those loose stools unless maybe you take like copious amounts it could potentially but <laughs> um otherwise yeah it's it's really an amazing mineral it is like a magic mineral so i highly recommend that one um zinc is really important a uh, zinc especially for thyroid function but even for overall hormones um it is involved in a ton of different processes in the body it helps with estrogen detox it um this is actually really funny. And maybe you learned this one in school. Zinc is for the dink. Yeah. 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 I had Vince on that when I was, when I was, when we weren't getting pregnant, I was like, you're taking this. Yes, totally. <laughs> but you know, I always yeah. say that because it, people remember it that way. Yeah, right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so zinc is so great, but it's also important for thyroid function because it helps with that T4 to T3 conversion. Um, so really important. Plus, if you are dealing with a lot of acid reflux and heartburn and issues like that, you you want to support that hydrochloric acid in your stomach mm. and zinc deficiency is often linked to that. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, zinc is really key. And um, vitamin D, like so important for thyroid function for insulin and blood sugar. Um, it does function more like a hormone in the body than it does an actual vitamin. Um, and especially probably in the past year, we've probably heard so yeah. much about taking your vitamin yeah. D and really optimizing your immune system. So so for sure, vitamin D. I, I do. I actually do higher dosage of vitamin D. I don't know if you want to share what you take, but I usually do about 10,000 IUs a day, even more sometimes, especially yeah. in the winter months. And then I'll scale back a little bit in the summer. How about how about you? I know that yeah. you do like the, the mega doses too. Yeah, that's great. I definitely recommend um, higher dosing. I mean, I mm-hmm. do think it's important to get your levels tested. Yes, first. Um, for course. sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. always test your levels so that you can gauge where you are on the scale. Um, most of the time, I mean, in, in our practice, we've most women are low. They're really, mm-hmm. really low or like they're like not even within the range or they're like on the very low end of the range. And so you want to be on the optimal end of the range. And, you know, again, something your doctor might say, oh yeah, you're fine. You're within range, but what does that really mean? Right. So um, then you can dose appropriately once you know your numbers. And then, especially in the winter time, yes, like you said, you probably need more. And then in the summer, probably a lot less. Yeah. You get out in the sun, right? Make that a priority. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Well, Sam, you're so, you're just always such a wealth of knowledge. Um, I love, let's get into like your book because I love your 30 day hormone solution. I like, I read it like back, like I read it (laughs) twice because I I just love it. It's like just so much information. Uh, Can you tell us about the book and and where people can actually pick 
a book up? Yeah, absolutely. So it's available pretty much wherever books are sold. So online, um, Indigo or Amazon, um, maybe your local little mom and pop bookstore might have it. Maybe, um, if not, you can always ask them to bring it in. Um, but, uh, yeah, the 30 day hormone solution is um, actually, I think we still have our book bonuses available. If you go to hormonesolutionbook.com, okay, you um, can enter your receipt number in there and then you can grab all the book bonuses. Okay. Yeah. Send me the link and I'll include it in the, the awesome. uh, show notes below too for, for everyone. Yeah. Perfect. That'd be great. Yeah. And the book is, um, it's my baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's it is like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a baby, right? It's like a full year of oh my god, all of your. I mean, you have the you have amazing recipe creations, all created by you. Like you, you did them. Like there's, this is all you, right? So that's it's it's like a baby, and then it is have your yeah. big book launch, and totally. that's the birth. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah, it was the birth, and um, yeah, when you were like testing recipes and retesting them and like, oh man, it's a process. So yeah, I'm really proud of it. And it covers, you know, a lot of what we spoke today, mm-hmm, uh, spoke mm-hmm. about thyroid and adrenals, but I dive into gut health and liver detox and a bit about the birth control pill. And um, the first half of the book is all about women's health and hormones and some really great protocols and strategies in there. And then the second half is all um, 60 gluten-free and grain-free recipes. Yummy, yummy. And you also have Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. If you guys have a moment, just pause this podcast right now. Go look up (laughs) Healthy Hormones for Women and go subscribe. It's an amazing podcast just full of a lot of information and a lot of geeky hormone information, which I love. Um, Tell us about that. When did you, you started your podcast about over a year, two years ago, right? Yeah, about two years ago. In January, we actually hit over a million down um I, I like Thank never God. look at stats <laughs> thanks yeah I like never and I was like oh I should probably look at this and then it's like oh my god we have like over a million people downloading this this is fantastic that's incredible congratulations I mean I know that you um you know, you put a lot into everything you do and, and you're just, you're just such a inspiration for so many, like within the, the health space too. I know you, you also help with some business coaching and, and helping nutritionists like, um, you know, start their own practices. So that's really incredible. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Love going on. Well, thank you. And I'm inspired by you and I'm so happy to be here today having this conversation. So Thank you. Yes, yeah, Sam. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. You are such a, like, as I said, you're such a wealth of knowledge. I love learning from you. And I know that our listeners will get so much out of today and maybe take the next steps to actually do more blood work, <laughs> get a full thyroid panel, <laughs> um, because, you know, knowledge is power. But again, I'll include all the show notes below. And thanks again for making the time for me, Sam. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. And that's a wrap on another episode. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you. And I hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today. If there's one favor I could ask, please keep sharing, post a screenshot, 
share a direct link with a friend or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our Strong Fitness Magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my Strong Girl 3 discount code to save. Guys, I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer Van Barnabelle Pay. Take care and stay strong.